At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Conference title games all day long here. You can follow it along on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Speaking of which, Michael Lombardi out at the Borgata. Are people starting to file in there at the Borgata, get down on some college football today? What's going on? You know, I think it's going to be a, a, a wonderful day here at the Borgata. You know, it's the perfect time just to sit here, have good food, watch, uh, have a few drinks, and then watch a ton of games, and then morphing into the NBA. I mean, it's you got everything on right now, so it's perfect. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a good day. we got a little crowd coming in here. If I said to you, and, and most the assumption would be in Atlanta with Georgia and Alabama, what's the game? you're most looking forward to today? Uh, Iowa-Michigan. Okay. I, I want to watch Michigan again. I, I really liked watching Michigan last week. I thought they were just everything that a good football team is about. Solid defense, setting the edge, you know, being able to make plays uh, on the passing game, playing for four quarters, being good in the kicking game, controlling field position. I like this Michigan team. I think this Michigan team, if they're able to win today, I think they will give, if they play Georgia or if they play Alabama, I think they have a Southeast Conference type of approach to their team, and their execution is outstanding. Would you say they overpowered Ohio State last week? I think they pushed them around pretty well. They blocked them like they were never been blocked before, you know, and they, and they couldn't finesse them. I mean, you know, Ohio State couldn't really get that passing game going. And then defensively, again, they, they didn't have a third down in the second half until the last drive. And what does that tell you? You know, they're controlling the line of scrimmage. And this will be a challenge for Iowa. Iowa, we know, is not a great offensive team. And if Iowa gets behind in this game, it's going to be hard. They're going to need turnovers from Michigan to help them win this game if they keep it close and keep that line close at 11. You know, they're going to need – Michigan's going to have to make some mistakes here for Iowa to win. And I wouldn't underestimate – you know, Kirk Ferenc has done a great job with the Iowa program. But we have seen in this Big Ten championship that sometimes there is an imbalance between the West and the East. Uh, you mentioned 11. Well, that number's getting away from us. So Michigan opened 10 and a half here, Michael. Yesterday it was sitting 11. It's now up to 12 and a half at most books. Some books are still sitting 12, but most 11s have fallen off the board. So the betters agree with you. No hangover for Michigan. And potentially, by the way, potentially the number one overall pick in Aiden Hutchinson, who's a ridiculous player off the edge. Uh, no doubt. And, and, I mean, here's why I think this number is starting to get away. You know, when you break down Iowa, yards per play, they're 121st in the nation in dawn offense, right? They're not very good. And their pass defense is vulnerable. 
I mean, their relative pass defense is 58th in the country. Now, overall, their national rank and scoring defense is ninth. Their, their total defense is 14th. They have really good numbers. But within the conference, they're, not the, they're the fourth best team in the conference in most of these categories. You know, where they're great, where they're the best team in the conference is turnovers gained. This is a game where Michigan cannot make mistakes. This is a game that Michigan has to play their game, be smart with the football, don't do something stupid, don't go for it on fourth and two, punt the ball, you'll get it back because this Iowa team offensively is not going to be able to put big plays together on a consistent basis. I mean, just look at it. I mean, look, Nebraska, the number ran away from them last week with Nebraska, you know, and when you watch them play, they have a hard time really handling it. And I think Iowa's just done a really good job of being able to, you know, when Wisconsin played them a couple of weeks, Wisconsin dominated the game 27-7. You know, and Purdue dominated the game 24-7. Why? Purdue could throw the football. And the Wolverines have been on a tear. I mean, they've covered in seven of their past eight. They're 10-2 and two ATS, 11-1 and one straight up, obviously. But they've done so by an average over their last eight games, almost 11 points per they're covering uh, these games. So, again, it's just a team that continues to build. And this is year seven for Harbaugh. This is his best team, and it just has a different feel to it. We talked about what was happening at Ann Arbor last week uh, with Ohio State in town. I had so many friends at the game that said there's never been a vibe like it was there at the big house, and you saw it at the end of the game as well. You saw I saw it. At, you know, I saw it this year when I watched Michigan play. I said it from the opening day of the season when they beat Western Michigan and they dominated them. And then I saw it, you know, and they rolled over Washington. And then when we were watching them play against Nebraska, the way the team reacted, winning in a hostile environment in that in that situation, how they just manhandled Maryland when they just, but they don't do it right away. They do it like, they're like the boxer who relies on body punches and body punches. And then they go, for, and then they knock you out later in the round. I think this is what they're going to do. This Iowa team, 17-12 to Northwestern. I mean, Iowa has got to play ugly. Iowa is got to play. They got to turn the ball over. They got to win the kicking game. But Ferenc is a very good coach. He'll have his team prepared in all three phases. Does Iowa get to 14? That's my question for you. We can start breaking it down. I think that's down. a fair question. I think Does unless, Iowa get to 14? You know, I would have said yet. Yeah, see, to me, the difference between Michigan and this year and other is, and I go back to it, Don Brown not being there. Don Brown's ability to – Don Brown's – negligence in terms of just calling blitzes allows big plays to happen. Michigan doesn't allow that anymore. I mean, when you look at Michigan's numbers defensively and you see what they're willing to do and how they do it, you know, they're able to control the game. They don't give up yards per play. They're 12th in the nation at 4.7. They do a really 24th in the nation in passing defense. They do a good job of being able to not make you work the ball down the field make you earn it because they know what these edge rushers that they have they're going to create a negative play with their defense not necessarily with their scheme i think that gives them a huge advantage michigan offensively best team in the red zone this year they scored on 55 of their 60 trips this season that's incredible and you know one thing i would say 44 is this number's ticked up a little bit here both of these teams michigan and iowa are top 10 in the country in scoring defense allowing just 17 per I, I think this is going to be a rock fight. I, I, I'm looking at under. I know it's, it's in a dome, so weather's not going to be an issue. But I think it's going to see a lot of Haskins, two teams trying to dominate up front. Yeah, and I think what's not going to be told about this game is going to be how good Michigan is in the kicking game, right? How good Michigan is yep. net punting 11th of the nation. Punt returns, you know, really good in that area. You know, kickoff return defense, no field position. Iowa's got to get field position. They're the number one team in the nation in kickoff returns defense. I mean, they do a great job in that area. They're 36th in punt return defense, which hurts. They've got to do a really good job there. That's where they're going to have to win the game. Last time Michigan played Iowa, final score, 10-3. to That feels like the Big Ten to you, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. It feels I mean, like the Big Ten cold weather. But, you know, I mean, this is going to be a – if you're betting Michigan – it's going to be one of those games where it's not going to look like you're going to cover early, and eventually their size, their power, their fundamentals, their ability to just stay after it, play after play, will take over the game. And Iowa's just got to figure out how are they going to score. Is it a you know a double pass trick? What are they going to do to kind of create a play? That's going to be the hard part. They're more talented. They're the better team. My question for you and my question as a better would be, is there going to be a hangover? Are they going to carry that emotion over I don't think and so. use it positively, no. or is it going to be I, something that buoys them? 
I mean, just knowing Jim as well as I do and knowing his competitive nature, I think this is a team that sees the next game is the most important game. The next game's the most important game. I think they I think they'll come out ready to play. I mean, if they were going to let down this season, you know, when we if they were going to be the Michigan that we were used to seeing, we would have seen it against Wisconsin on the road. We would have seen it against Nebraska on the road. I mean, they go into Wisconsin and Nebraska two weeks in a row and win both those games. Good point. I think that's hard to do. I think that's really hard to do. And they've taken care of business. And, oh, there's going to be a letdown. They go into State College. I mean, think about it. In this Big Ten, they won in State College. They won in, West, they won in Madison. And they, and they won in, in, in Lincoln. I mean, those are three hard places to win. Six and six over under for Michigan this year. Iowa, seven and five to the under. That's why I keep pointing out that total as far as 44. Let me see where we're at right now. 43 and a half, most books have it. We have it officially at 44. It did open 43 and a half. So again, the total's been a bit of a freeze. The only thing that's jumped is a 10 and a half opener on Michigan up to 12 and a half. Listen, the betters agree with you. Uh, I, there's really no other way well, around look, it. I mean, look, we, we look. Let me ask you this question: When they play Penn State in uh, October the 9th, if if Sean Clifford doesn't get hurt, do they win that game? Sean Clifford doesn't get hurt, do they win that game? Probably not. No, of course not. They were down. I think they were down like 20. They were down in that game by at least 10 points. They come back. Look, here's the thing. We think Iowa. We think outside zone. We think inside zone. We think tight zone, outside zone. You know, and they're they're 110th. They're they're 100. And excuse me, they're 106th in the nation in run in run offense. They they don't run the ball like they used to, and they don't have a great passing game. I mean. The most points they've scored this season is, they, well, they scored 34 against Indiana. They scored 33 against Illinois. They don't score a lot of points. they got to play a slow game. I feel like you know Jim Harbaugh well. I feel like if you, if you meet Jim Harbaugh or if you're friends with him, as soon as you see him, he puts you in a headlock and he gives you like a noogie. Like, he's a weird <laughs> cat, bro. I mean, he is odd. Well, he's a highly competitive guy. There's no doubt about it. I mean, and, and you know, I think he finally has a team that fits his personality. And I've said this to him, you know, from the beginning of the season, I think this is kind of what he needed. You know, I think it's too much scheme defensively. You know, you gotta be able to set edges on defense. You know, you gotta be able to control the run game. You gotta be able to pressure the quarterback. They've got some really talented players. There's no denying. They lost their best receiver in the week, week two of the season. I mean, you know, and they still have their way. And, I, and what he's done with the quarterbacks, with McCarthy, and, and how they bring him in and change it, I think Cade McNair, I think it's been really good. If you're trying to set an edge, Ajabo and Hutchinson are two ways to do it, and that's what Michigan has. This is an uphill battle for Iowa, and you see the market 12 right now. Quickly on weather, Michael, we just mentioned Indianapolis. It's going to be a good weather day because everybody's in a dome. Big 12 roof, right. SEC dome, Big 10 dome. Now, Houston, Cincinnati, Cincinnati there, it's 50 degrees, perfect. It, no I mean, wind. I just saw the clip of it. I hear ESPN was showing. I just saw Dan Mullins now doing TV. That's perfect. You'd be in a tank so, top in that type of weather. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, no problem. <laughs> Weather's no concern. Is it nice there in Ocean City? It's a little chilly, but we'll, we'll deal with it. I mean, it's as, as Bill Berman would say, it's December. What do we expect? <laughs> it's December 4th. Bill's right. Pittsburgh, Wake. Let's go ACC coming up next. Got plenty to oh, do. Oh, yeah. We haven't talked about it. Yeah, let's, let's get do to it. it. Next here, Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. You can follow Michael on Twitter, MLombardiNFL. Give us a follow at VEASAN Live. Come on back. It's a big day Saturday here on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, express bet first bet Jeff Siegel. He does a great job picking horse winners there. I'm going to give you some today. Aqueduct, race 8. Jeff likes the 7 horse Zandon, 5 to 2 morning line. Aqueduct, the ninth. Jeff likes the 5 horse Nest on top at 2 to 1. You can bet all these races and more using the first bet app. The preferred horse betting app of VSIN. Sign up now, get that 10 bucks free, up to $1,000 bonus. Go to vsin.com slash horses. That's vsin.com slash horses. Okay, right by part of your family there down in Charlotte, of course, where Matt coaches. We're going to have the ACC championship game today, Mr. Michael Lombardi, of course. Yeah, it'll be a nice day. It'll be a beautiful day. Pitt, Wake, let's go ahead and throw the number up, and we'll get to some of these numbers. Wake and Pitt and the ACC. We can have a deeper discussion about the ACC, which, yikes. Three and a half is the number right now. This number opened three, Michael, so we've jumped up through that key number and a total of 72. Yeah, I mean, look, Sam Hartman and Tommy Pickett, both guys carry their team offensively, and their their passing games are both really good, and they're able to to throw the football, and it's really going to come down to what defense do we think can play the best. I mean, Pitt's offense is really good. I mean, Pitt's offense, total offense, they're fourth in the nation. Tommy Pickett could throw the football. Where the problems start to come in, and this is why this is a hard game to handicap, and the over set at 72, is Pitt's pass defense is 112th in the nation. And Wake Forest, we know, is not good on defense. We saw them lose to North Carolina, you know, a couple weeks ago, and their pass defense was atrocious. But to me, this is a game against two quarterbacks, and it's going to come down to which quarterback. Again, it's Championship Sunday. Let's talk quarterbacks. Pickett or Hartman, who's going to make the plays and who doesn't? Who turns the ball over? Who makes the mistakes? And, and I think that's where the game is. Both defenses are very vulnerable. I think that over is still at 72, might still be in play. You know, it's a, it's, these are two – veteran teams nobody returned more production than you know the interesting thing about wake is nobody returned more production from 2020 and they lost their leading rusher in kenneth walker but i mean these are two veteran teams so two teams and two teams that do take away the ball so like you said it's opportunistic defenses as opposed to being overall great defenses as far as stats yeah, and I mean, look, the, the, the one thing about Wake Forest, they do a great job, is they can attack the quarterback. They're second in the nation in sacks. So even though they're not great on pass defense, they can create some negative plays, which is what they do. And then they're hard to run the football on. I mean, they're the fifth-best rush defense in, the, in, 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 in college football, surprisingly, right? Mm-hmm. So they're able to play the run. They force you to throw it. And then where they really do a good job is they, 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 they turn the ball over and they create it because they're rushed, because they're able to get some. So to me, that's going to be the key to the game is which defense can create those turnovers. And I think when we saw them, you know, we saw them play this year, you know, they have struggled. 
to to really be able to do that, and I think that's what we're going to see today. Can they turn this ball over? I think that's going to be the critical thing. Oftentimes when you get into the 70s as far as a total over-under, same thing, you get a little scared. Uh, you shouldn't be. Five of Wake's last seven have gone over this posted total of 72, and three of the last five for Pitt as well. So, again, uh, two teams that can score it, that open offense there in Pitt. And you love Clawson running the show there I do. in Wake. I do, I do. I love Clawson. And they can, and look, uh, you know, and, and Clawson creates turnovers. Pitt can rush the passer, too. I mean, Pitt's beat defense can rush the passer. So this is two teams that are really similar when you break them down. They really are similar. And I think it's going to come down to what quarterback executes the best and makes the best decisions with the ball in his hands. I think this is going to be a fun game to watch. Pitt scores 43. Wake scores 43. That's pretty much what it comes down. And we saw this, you know, 42-8, 42-9, uh, to quibble with the number. We saw the number get up to 76, I believe, yesterday, Western Kentucky, UTSA. And that, that went, that and went that, so far over. It was, uh, I mean, it sailed over. That's 90 points scored. That was over in the third quarter when I was watching that game. Did you get and into that, went that over game? The third quarter. Oh, I loved it. I love watching it. I was, I'm a big Texas San Antonio. I liked watching that coach. I think, you know, he stayed at San Antonio for a reason. The crowd was into the game. It was a fun game to watch. It really was. It was a fun game to watch. I mean, I don't like when there's nobody playing defense, but I was trying to learn about what they're doing offensively, and I liked watching their offense a little bit. And then I had a flip to the – then I want to watch my man Mario, and I knew that was over in the first quarter, so then I went back to that game. Because <laughs> I, I knew Mario had – you know, I knew once – the, once, the, once the game starts, Mario might as well watch it with me. I mean, seriously, he might as well watch it with me. He's not having any impact on the game. Table and, for you know, two. they're talking about on the – on the broadcast, Joe Moorhead, we know he's the Akron coach. I mean, that you talk about us. Uh, we said it yesterday. We, we talked about Utah. We knew Oregon, you know, was like yabba-dabba-doo. They were Fred Flintstone down the back of the dinosaur. I mean, Mario's going to Miami. Akron, you know, Akron's got this. I mean, it was, you know, Fred didn't go down that dinosaur as quick as these guys are leaving. Why did you wait like 14 weeks to hit us with a yabba-dabba-doo? I mean, that's yeah. just, that's too good. Uh, yeah, I, you were talking about the hot coach, so I thought I'd bring up Mario Cristobal again. Yeah, uh, everybody wants him. Everybody wants him. I mean, how is that possible? I mean, he must be a smooth talker. I don't know, man. He is from Miami. So was Manny Diaz. Manny Diaz's father was Poor the Manny. mayor of I Miami. Feel, I feel bad for Manny. Manny's in, Manny's in the same spot that Bill Parcells was in in 1981 when, when Ray Perkins went back to Alabama, right? Parcells got the job in 82, and he was a disastrous first-year head coach. And then George Young, then the general manager of the New York Football Giants, openly courted Howard Schnellenberger for the job, which would have been a complete disaster. Howard Schnellenberger had no chance to coach in pro football. Pipe smoker, wonderful man, great recruiter, but there was no way he was going to do that. And he kept, and he was the head coach of the University of Miami, building that program. And, and, and Parcells was in limbo, no different than Manny Diaz. He was in limbo. He used to call Al Davis every day on the phone and talk about it, you know, and, and he knew, and George was trying to keep it secret, but this is even before the Twitter and before the Internet. Everybody knew he was courting Howard, and Howard turned it down, and Parcells came back and turned the program around. To be fair, pipe smoking, that's mostly legal everywhere. Oh, you're talking tobacco. I'm sorry. I, well, no, pipe smoking, Al, that was a fetish for Al Davis. Anybody smoked a pipe, he wasn't going to hire. Shut up. Are you serious? I swear to God. I see. Anti-pipe smoke. He just had an aversion to pipes. I think he just felt like pipe smokers were too relaxed. He too liked calm. speed, didn't like pipes. <laughs> okay, didn't so like the, pipe smokers. Hey, there's, there's a whole. I love the lemon French fries. I mean, we can go through the whole thing if you want. <laughs> you can't just say that and expect me to move on to Houston and Cincinnati. What do you mean, lemon French fries? No, eleven French fries. Okay. C care just to eleven. I can't. I mean, you're asking me to explain something that's unexplainable. <laughs> I know. That's you, you know, it's, I used to say this all the time when I worked there. You're asking me to use logic in an illogical world. I can't. It doesn't work. Well, some people go mayo with their French fries. I thought Al maybe sprinkled he lemon might, over he, it. He probably did. No, I, I don't know if he dipped them in the mayo. He dipped shrimp cocktail in the mayo, though. I love mayo. He's a big mayo fan. <laughs> we, could, we could do this all day. Let's go Houston, Cincinnati. This is a huge Wait a minute. I want to go back to, yeah, you know, please. this. I want to go back to Pitt Wake. I, I mean, really, when you break this game down, I don't know if there's a more two teams that are similar in every area. The only difference in this game, to me, is Pitt's run defense. They only give up 2.8 yards a carry. That's the only difference. And Wake gives up over five. To me, these are two teams that are as evenly matched as ever. And against the spread, Pitt's been the better team. So what you're saying is go over 72. Let's be honest. It's going to be so. a shootout. I think it is. I mean, I see it that way. I really do.
Okay. Now, first non-Power 5 team to make the postseason, or Final Four, I should say. That's on the line for Houston today and the American Athletic. Excuse me, Cincinnati. Houston wishes. You know, Houston, if they would have beat Texas Tech, they would have been in this mix. Game one of the season, they lost 11 straight wins. They've been playing great, and really a lot of this comes down to Houston's defense. You think Holgerson, you think yeah. offense, but Houston's defense has been awesome. Now, just to recap, Cincinnati was in this uh, conference championship game last year against, remember, Tulsa. They were favored by 13 and a half against Tulsa and eked out a three-point win. I want you to keep that in mind as Cincinnati's laying 10 and a half here against Houston. And you say it so well. Houston's defense is the reason they're here. And their defense allows 15.86 yards per play to gain a point. But not so fast. Cincinnati's defense you, it averages 20.79 in a passing conference, in a wide open conference, to gain a point. Hmm. That's really, that's just how good Cincinnati has played defensively. And credit to Luke Fickle for recruiting players that he understands. Houston's run defense is outstanding. Only averages, you barely average three yards a carry against them. Really good. Since the same way. Since he can run the football more effectively, since he is the better team, obviously that's why they're favored. They are the better team. Their defense is what will make the difference in this game. And it seems like the Bearcats have kind of got the kinks out the last couple of weeks. You know, when they went that five game, didn't cover stretch, but it does feel like... I'm looking for a rider to play well. I really am. I'm looking for rider to play well. You know what's fascinating? The fact that Fickle didn't flip it, the fact that he didn't take one of... Because he must love the class he's got coming in. Because that's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Great class coming in. Yeah, and he's got a great class coming in. And he's comfortable, and they're paying him, and he doesn't have to, you know, he's got a good program. I mean, he's got his, and now he's going in the Big 12? Yeah. And he, he's going in the Big 12, right? Do you know him, by the way? No, I don't. I do not know Luke. And remember, I respect him, though. I like watching him. Remember, intern basis took over at Ohio State, so he had, he had experience and then goes to Cincinnati yep. where it's been a feeder program for these head coaches, and Freeman was the D.C. under Fickle who just got the job at Notre Dame, which was the job most expected Fickle to get, how this all works out. Coming up next, do you see TG? He runs the race in sportsbook over He's at the here. board. My man's all here. Right, He's Thomas Gable. Thomas Gable's going to join us, and we're going to run the board. Any games we miss, don't worry, we're going to get to them. I'm going to throw him at Michael. He's going to give you picks as we roll along here on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Of course, it's VSIN, the sports betting network. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, follow the money is hitting the road next week. Mitch Moss and Polly Howard will be live from Foxwood Casino in Connecticut Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. If you're in the area, come down and meet the guys. Be sure to tune in every day, 7 to 10 Eastern, right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. So, Thomas Gable, who runs the race and sports book there at the Borgata, sat down next to Michael Lombardi, and Michael Lombardi he said quote you're gonna have a busy ass day today uh -huh. that's true he didn't lie all facts hi thomas how are you yeah and thanks for listening in patrick yeah he's, no, a, he's I, the ultimate i always no, forget no, no, like no 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 yeah, no, 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 no no i'm not a snooper as a matter of fact i tell people during the break to turn it off because i don't think it's polite that's kevin the <laughs> engineer who was spying on you anywho it is gonna be <laughs> a busy it is gonna that, be a busy ass day my man kevin poor guy don't get a day off he's here every seven he, days he does week. grind he him. is a grinder he goes through some wow. he, he endures some definite difficult assignments Stephen bond otherwise sleeps for five straight days as you know michael yeah Stephen bond is the greatest i mean he appears like Saturday morning like I've never seen it. Well, I did get a text from him on Friday so I, I know he was awake for at least like, 30 seconds. Like I don't know like <laughs> Sunday after the show I don't hear from him and then he wakes up Sunday morning it's like he's a, he's like he's a bear in the woods. Yeah he doesn't shut up <laughs> either trust me. Uh, you're lucky you're over there. Hey Thomas uh, my, Michael was right busy ass day at the Borgata today right? Yeah really really busy between these uh, championship games of college football a full slate of college basketball and then we uh, NBA, NHL going, but uh, and then we got this. We got the football tomorrow. I mean, we have, we have all the Eagle tomorrow, fans yeah. that are just lined up here to bet the Eagles. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be remarkable. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say this though, real quick about NFL. So you know, we always open up the lines, you know, Sunday night for the following yeah. Sunday, right? And uh, including Monday's game, and Monday night football typically. I mean, the vast majority of the handle comes in on Monday for that game, but and 
you always take more action on the Sunday games leading up to through the week than the Monday game. Not the case this week with uh, New England no. and Buffalo. I mean, it's that game is so heavily bet here right from the right from the gate. I mean, we were taking limit bets right right as we opened. So, wow. yeah. And did it move the number at all? Did you have to move the number based on the limit bets you were taking? Well, yeah, because they were coming in on uh, New England at, at three? plus three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's down yeah. to two and a half. Good information. Is yes. it down to two and yeah. a half there? Okay, we'll get to that. That's Monday night. Can't wait for that matchup. Speaking of can't wait today. Uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, Alabama, side total at the Borgata. What do you got, Thomas? Yeah, so uh, side six and a half, total 49 and a half. And the thing that really worries me here about Alabama is their offensive line yeah. uh, coming into this game. Gave up seven sacks to Auburn, uh, which is the most they, they've done since 2014. They managed only two rushing yards in the first half there against Auburn. Now they have to go up against this Georgia defense, which is the best in the country. Um, they're allowing pressure on over 30% of attempted passes this season, and we know the ru running game ne isn't nearly as effective. So uh, on the defensive side of the ball for Alabama, they can get pressure themselves. Linebacker Will Anderson leads the country this season, 30-and-a-half tackles for a loss and 14-and-a-half sacks. Uh, Georgia has scored 30 points in 11 consecutive games. Going back to that, I think really on the Clemson game, uh, the opening game for them, they didn't. But uh, it's the longest streak there in school history. But... I think it, the offensive line here is the concern here for Alabama. Today. No, no doubt. And they've got to do something with their scheme in the passing game. They can't hold the ball. They've got to get it out quick. And they've got to see if Kirby's going to play press man. If Kirby plays press man and tries to disrupt the short passing game, that'll, that'll help his defensive front. If he lets free access go, which is not his style, then all of a sudden Alabama's going to have to do a lot of pick plays, maneuvering to get Bryce Young to get the ball out of his hand fairly quickly. Yeah, great point by both. I think the inconsistencies to run the football and that offensive line has been the key for Alabama or the crutch for Alabama all year. Iowa-Michigan, so 10-and-a-half opener. Is that correct? And where are you now? Yeah. Yeah, now up to 12 and a half. But the, you're right on the opener there, Patrick. And open 44, it's dropped a little bit here to 43 and a half. Uh, a lot of people talking, of course, about the hangover effect here for Michigan uh, after a big win against Ohio State last week. Can they focus and do what they need to here against Iowa? Um, let's look at Iowa here and how they can win this game. And that's what they do best, which is force turnovers. They force... 2.3 turnovers per game this season. However, Michigan, they've committed the fewest turnovers in the Big Ten this year, only averaging 0.8 uh, turnovers per game. Cade McNamara, he had that interception against Ohio State, but he hasn't had a turnover in consecutive games all season. So as a team, they take care of the ball really well, which is really what leads Iowa to score points here. I think Michigan will be able to win the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball today, especially defensively against an Iowa line that has allowed more tackles for a loss than any team in the Big Ten, and they allowed two and a half sacks per game as well. So I, I think Michigan's going to control, really control the line of scrimmage there. Yeah, and, it, and if they do control the line of scrimmage and they force turnovers, this this can this game could get away from Iowa, and that's the way it's got. That's the way you're Michigan. You got to you you can't be afraid to punt in this game because your defense could be as much offense as your offense. Yeah. Because yeah. you can create those yeah. negative plays and create what you can't do is allow this bad Iowa offense to play on a short field. Field. Two first downs, they get a field goal. You can't do that. You've got to make them go the long way and put eight, nine, ten plays together that are really good. That's going to be hard for Iowa to do. And that's yeah. literally what Iowa has lived on offensively is getting those short fields that's right. off the turnovers. They are year, terrible so. offensively, to be fair. Yep. I mean, they defend. Yep. They're a very good defensive team. They give up 17, but they're, you, said it, you both said it perfectly. They're bad offensively. Okay, uh, next up here, Thomas Gable, we've got a Des Moines special coming up as well, Mr. College oh, Basketball yeah. in the house. How about Baylor, Oklahoma State? Where are you sitting? Yeah, this has uh, gone up to seven now. Oklahoma State laying seven wow. even. Um, total 45 and a half. Uh, we opened this six. It dipped down to five and a half there ever so briefly earlier in the week. Uh, these two teams met in week five in Stillwater, which resulted in a 10-point victory there for Oklahoma State. Baylor never had the lead in that game and struggled uh, in passing downs. They just couldn't get points on the board against this really good Oklahoma State defense. Defensively, they did force the three turnovers, which was Spencer Sanders' worst game of the year, but um, Oklahoma State's going to really need his arm today. Their running game continues to be an issue. Very low total here for a Big 12 title game, but you have two good defenses here, and, uh, of course, the quarterback questions there for Baylor. Uh, 
Blake Shaven getting the start today. Uh, Jerry Bohanna has been warming up on the field, but will not get the start. Oh, he won't, huh? He's that's not starting. No, okay, thank that's you. That's the latest I saw before uh, I came Shaver. out here. So, wow, yeah. yeah, that's interesting. He, he was out warming up, but yeah. uh, they, they said You know, it's interesting. Shapin gives them a little bit more of a pass. He reminds me a little bit of, of Charlie Brewer, who they had there a couple of years ago. Gives, gives him a little bit more, not as much in the run game nope. as he does in the passing game. You know, so I, I think that that's going to be an interesting thing to watch. But uh, heavy Oklahoma State money here, for sure. Uh, they are getting bet, uh, including a six-figure bet of 100000 earlier in the wow. week on them. Yeah. So. I mean, Oklahoma, there's a lot to like about Oklahoma. I mean, they're just different. We're not used to seeing Oklahoma win with defense. This is just not That's something that we're point. used to. Yeah, and, yeah. and Gundy's known as an offensive. Well, if I told you Oklahoma State, you think Thurman Thomas, Barry Sanders, Justin Blackman, Des Bryant. You don't think def defense, Michael. You think all offense no. with that program. No doubt. Uh, no doubt. Th Thomas, I'm just going to guess. Your biggest decision today, you're going to need Iowa, right? I mean, everybody's going to be betting Michigan there. Believe it or not, Patrick, that game is so evenly bet really? here. I mean, it's almost 50-50 on ticket count that and money at the current time. So we're, you know, no issue there. Right now, the biggest decision, as it looks, is going to be USC and Cal tonight. <laughs> uh, Who's so, watching that, baby? So that's going to be the biggest decision on the board right now for college football, looks really? like. Really? Cal lane four and a half. Cal lane four and a half, yep. And, and people are betting USC, USC yes. even though they think, well, you know what's interesting about that game, though, Patrick? With Lincoln being there, the Juice. kids now know they're playing for somebody. Yeah, they're right? auditioning. they got to play. They're auditioning. And so are the assistant coaches, even That's though he's point. already starting to put together a staff. So it kind of gives you a little bit of a lift. I can see the logic behind playing that. And that quarterback, you know, the quarter, they're going to want to show Lincoln that they're really good and the offense and the receivers. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. All kidding aside, if, if I told you before the show, management's listening today. It does affect you. So if, if yeah. I told you Lincoln's watching today, it does affect you. Fight I think on. it does, yeah. F fight yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we got a minute and a half. I want to get this in. Des Moines special. Mr. College basketball there. Uh, Clemson, Miami, two and a half, 133. What are we doing? Yeah, so Clemson leads the ACC and is actually 10th in the country in uh, three-point shooting early on here. They hit it over 41%, uh, led by P.J. Hall. He's averaging over 13 a game and five rebounds. Um, they actually have four players who average in double figures there on that Clemson team. Miami, they actually eliminated Clemson last year in the ACC tournament, and they're returning Isaiah Wong, Cameron McGusty, who are longer athletic guards that really give Clemson some trouble uh, defensively as they can't defend against those bigger guards, which is on the Rutgers game, their last game out. Uh, but we are going to go with the over here, the over 133.5. I think it's good to probably play up to 136 there. Wow. Like, love it. I like I like the I addendum. Up to 136 and 2 and 1 on the Des Moines specials. We're keeping note, Thomas, because we're going to do this yep. all season through college basketball. That's Just an interesting game. Miami Clemson. I mean, Jankovic, uh, Radakovich is now going to, I mean, he might be, he might just change jobs right at halftime of the Miami Hurricane <laughs> game, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah, Mario will coach the basketball team as well. Who knows? Ma Mario could coach anything. I mean, Mario's probably coaching the bowling team, too. I mean, he can do it all. <laughs> hey, I, there's a rumor Mario Cristobal delivered Sienna. No. <laughs> He's a remarkable coach, but he wasn't. Not, no, we're not doing that. We're not going to have any mistakes there. And just a warning, the man management's not listening, boys, so don't worry. Coming up yeah, next, right. we're going to run the board with Michael. Thomas, thank you. Good luck at the Borgata thank today. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you. We know okay. who is listening. Yeah. Patrick. TG's. No doubt. <laughs> Kevin, wasn't Good me. Job. We're coming back. We're going to run the board. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The Classic on Saturday, right? We've got Hot Rod Charlie going off at 4 to You're 1. listening to the Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. All right, discover what winning feels like, Stephen Bond. BetMGM, register for the king of sportsbooks. Use the code VSIN. So this is very simple. If you use the code VSIN200 today, any college football team scores a touchdown, you're going to win 200 bucks if you're a new better based on a $10 investment. Does it get better than that? I don't think so. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years or older. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, we got you back well, here. Patrick. Hey. What, what's your, give me, you know, you ask me the questions all the time, and I'd like to know what's your plans for today? Well, how are you going to, how are you going to, uh, to watch all these games, what, what do you well, have What's gotten into you? Why, why are you all of a sudden excited in my day? Now, I'm, I'm, there's some ulterior motive here. What's going on over no, there? No, there's no ulterior motive. I'm just curious. Minds want to know. <laughs> I mean, nice I'd like guy. to know what you're up up to. No, I appreciate I It's about I love college football and these matchups. To your point, the Michigan-Iowa game is going to be fascinating for me just because of all my friends and family back in Michigan. And yeah. I can tell you there is some trepidation. I, I, again, it's, an ele- it's a huge number. But there's trepidation straight up in Michigan right now that they could lose this football game because there was so much emotion tied yeah. to last week. I mean, you un- you have to understand, like, that was the first win in 15, you know, the second win in 20 years against Ohio State last year. There's just so much that was let out of the balloon at But it means nothing if they don't, it means right. nothing it if doesn't. they don't win today. So it you, means nothing. It, and I think as a coach, you've got you to, okay, we celebrate. We enjoyed it. We're moving on to the next game. And if you've got a lot of competitive players, which they do on Michigan, you move to the next one, and it's going to require the right game plan, converting third downs, third and twos, the short yard. All these championship games really come down to the essentials of what wins football games, the middle eight. You know, who scores at the end of the first half? Who scores to start the second half? Third and short, goal line offense, goal line defense. You know, who goes for it on fourth down? Missed field goals become turnovers. You know, all those things kind of add into the hat. And then, you know, you've got to play smart and you can't turn this ball over, especially against a team like Iowa who understands who they are. Iowa doesn't cry or make excuses that they're not any good on offense. They just wait for you to mess it up. And I'm glad you brought it up because – I'm so excited about today because what are we used to with Michigan? We're used to, as soon as we get out of here, those games starting, right? This is the late game. This is 8 o'clock your time, 5 o'clock my time. Big 10 in prime time is really, I'm going to make some chicken wings and have some fun and watch it. Maybe a couple cocktails, Michael. I don't know. Maybe Why not? If not now, when, Patrick? If not now, when? Act like you've been there before, Vince Lombardi. Exactly. Exactly. Act like you've been there. I mean, and I think that to me, you know, knowing Michigan's program and and talking to some people there, I, I think they have a different mindset. They've had it all I year. So. I think they, I think they embrace the challenge, not not worry about the challenge. You know, it's a little bit like there's often times when you are, you know, there's a, you know, you have two mentalities in coaching. You you either the coach, you're the coach that wants the player to prove it to you, or you're the coach that wants the player that you believe the player before he proves it, you know? And so you take this a positive and negative. Belichick would be the coach that, hey, look, you better prove me you're a good player. You know, I'm not believing that everybody says you're good. Prove it to me. And when you do that, you kind of create so much competitiveness within your team. 
I think it certainly helps. It can be a wine and cheese crowd there in Michigan, and I would say the word is trepidation today against Iowa. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying this that, is not a wine and cheese team, though. That's no, the thing that that's is that is a this great is point. This is not a wine and cheese team. This is a team that says Tough. we're coming right at you, yeah. and we're going to punch you in the mouth, and we are going to still do some RPO stuff, but we're going to be able to control this football at the line of scrimmage because we're so good up front. And Iowa's going to have to play their best game on defense. And that young D.C., he's going to get a head coaching job. What he's done with this defense after Mr. Brown, who gets all the accolades as far as the defensive coordinator, he's going to get well, a job. Well, because Don's numbers always look good. You know, but when you look at the essential parts of the game, giving up big plays, you know, one play drives and scoring. I mean, those are the things that beat you. You know, you can have great numbers, but when you can't, when you can't, and you if you don't turn the ball over, or if you don't create, play great in the red zone and do all those things, it just doesn't matter. You know, it's the Steve Spagnola theory of defense. All I need is one negative play on a drive. Well, we saw how that worked out at the beginning of the year. Now Spagnola's back to playing a more standard defense, which gives his team a chance to kind of hang in there and not have the one-play drives. Okay, I got your three plays coming up. We're going to run the board. But first, we talk about them all the time. Uh, he thinks he's a sharp, so let's throw him up. You got a monitor there? Steven Bond's got a play for the audience oh, wow. today. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty he comes exciting. Out of I guess. He comes. I guess. There if, he if is. We can't. <laughs> there, 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 that, that is I'm the guy that. Grinding, don't be scared, fellas. Steven. That's the don't biggest scared, pain Steven. in the ass to Michael Lombardi right there that you've seen on your camera. All right, give us a play, and then we're going to get to Michael. I like the over in Wake and Pitt. I like the 72. over there. I think it's going to be a lot of points. I, I think I also like Alabama today. Alabama is the only team that has something to lose today. So that's why I like Alabama. Fair I enough. Love that. And like I, I said, that, if you, one day, 10 years from now, if you're, t if you're telling your, your granddaughter that you laid – that you laid with Georgia almost a touchdown against Nick Saban. That's an embarrassing conversation. Okay, let's throw up Michael's picks, and then we'll run the board with them as well. We're going to start with Michigan. Let's start from the bottom there, Michael. You're going to lay. Yeah, I like Michigan. Do you like them up to 12 and a half? I, well, they're up to 12 and a half now. When, when, when I was demanded to give my picks in this morning, I had that was at 11, and it Steven. went up to 12 and a half. You know, I think anything under 13 I would probably like. I still, I think Michigan will wear this game down. I think Michigan will use their size, their power, their toughness, and the game will get worn down. And Iowa will just have a hard time moving the football uh, as the game goes along. I, I think, look, I, I'm, I could be proven way wrong. I trust Nick Saban. I think Nick Saban will play well today. I think six and a half is a lot of points. I could see it being a very low-scoring game. I think both defenses will play well because I think Alabama's defense can play against this, this Georgia offense. This is not the offense that gives Alabama and Nick Saban trouble. This is not that kind of offense. Mississippi's does, although he's played better. In the Mississippi game, they, they didn't check. They played their front. They put their guys out on the field, and they let them play. I think you'll see the coaching of Nick Saban take over, and if I'm going to get Nick Saban in the points with the best quarterback totally on the field, I'm going to take it. That's and then, to totally. me, Oklahoma State, I don't like giving the six. That's up to seven, like, Michael, to be fair. Yeah. You know, I, I think if it gets to seven, I'm taking Baylor. I like the touchdown because I love Dave Aranda and what they do defensively. But with the backup quarterback in the game, with Blake Shapin having to play, you know, you lose a little bit of that run element, which is what Baylor needs to get their running game going. Okay, so there you see it. A seven steep. And, and to be fair, the distinction is important here. If Michael's laying six and a half with Oklahoma State, that not all bets are created equal. You're, you may not lay the seven. So we, let's be very careful there with the Yeah, we're betters. playing numbers here. We're, yeah. you know, we're, not, I'm, we're not predicting the winner. We're predicting the number. You know, And that's why, I, do I think Georgia wins? Yeah, but I think it's a field goal game. Like, to me, tomorrow, Pittsburgh-Baltimore. I, I like Pittsburgh in the four and a half. Why? Because I think Baltimore will win. But these games have historically been a three-point game. So you have to look at the numbers and when they're evenly matched. I mean, you know, we're treating Alabama like they don't have any good players on their team. I, I think they're being disrespected by the number. I, I mean, we're treating them like they're not very talented. It's almost like, oh, Georgia's so good. And that momentum, to me, gets carried away a little bit. I totally agree. I agree with Steven as well. I'm in on Alabama today. Let's throw a couple more at you. Mountain West. Let's go Utah State, San Diego State. Big number here as it opened three and a half, four-ish with San Diego State. It's up to six. You know, San Diego State's so good on defense, you right. know, and, and Utah State has done a great job. Uh, I mean, they have kept Matt, Matt Wells had this program going and it's continued. Uh, you know, I think Blake Anderson's done a remarkable job. I like San Diego State. I'm going to go with the defense here in this game. Okay, let's go ACC to get I mean, and these are all just leans. So oh, I, I know. I, 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 I totally got you. Totally got you. Uh, Wake Pitt, this one being played down there. 
Bank of America in Charlotte. Pitt's up to three and a half. That hook is scary. I, I think I'll take. I think I would take Wake in the hook. I think this is going to come down to look. Pitts can rush the passer. The number two team in the nation rushing the passer. They get sacks. Pitts going to have to do that. But I think Wake. I think their game plan will be built around that. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. I agree with Steven. I, but I do think that Wake will be able to keep it within a field goal. You want to go to the MAC? Why not? Yeah, let's do it. I love Kent State. I mean, yeah, I, I, I knew I'm you were going to say Kent State Lane three and a half. Northern I'm Illinois. Take Kent State. Yeah. You know, I think I think that Tom Hammond done a great job at, at Nor Northern Illinois. Uh, took over for Rod Carey, who just got fired at, at Temple. But I do think that Kent State. I love watching their offense. I'm going to go with Kent State later points. Weird with Carey had a, such a great ride at Northern Illinois. And I know. It just never clicked at Temple. You know, sometimes it's just you know you just don't you can't you know it's that recruiting, it's the area, it's about fit sometimes for these college coaches. Yeah, you're 100. percent Let's do. Uh, also, the other one I like. Louisiana. I don't know if we have it. Steve, you want to go? I, love, I think Bill. I think Billy Napier's team will win the final game for Napier. I think they. I think the program's solid. They know the coach is coming in. They're going to have an announcement for the next head coach tomorrow, uh, and uh, it could be somebody from the Notre Dame staff. I don't know. You know, I want to lay out, but I think that that <laughs> would be. And because of that. I think you're going to get a good game out of uh, in the last game. I think you'll get a good game out of them. Okay, enjoy your championship Saturday. I and, will. I will, and so do you, Patrick. And yeah, like I said, I can't, I'm excited for Michigan to be in prime time. And I'll kid it. We didn't talk about it today. We got a big Sunday show coming up. Oh, but how many pictures of Sienna Lynn have been sent back and forth since she's been born yesterday? The best one of all is Sienna Lynn with her grandmother. That's the greatest picture of all. You think Millie's going to spoil her at all? Nah, she's gonna have to. She got to get in front of me to do it. Queen Elizabeth is what he should have named her. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. It's Vsin, the sports betting network. At Bet three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.